And joining us on the line for Talk of the Town is the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to talk to you. Good morning to both of you, and uh, happy St. Patrick's Day and top of the morning. And to you as well. Uh, let's talk, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, last council meeting, a council authorized a partnership in the support of $2,500 to the Institute of Southern Georgian Bay to support a, a series, uh, which uh, I guess they have to match financially as well. Tell us about this Institute of South Georgian Bay and, and what they're doing. Well, the Institute of South Georgian Bay was started uh, a number of years ago by Don May and a number of uh, concerned uh, residents and active residents um, to uh, look at, they've called themselves a think and action tank. And um, most recently, Roz Morrison uh, has been uh, chair of the foundation, uh, or sorry, the Institute, and they have uh, done a number of uh, uh, interesting sessions. They had a a series last year about uh, the restart, building back better, and uh, now they're into their second series. And uh, so the town has... um, committed $2,500 to them uh, in, to help with that, and uh, I know that the town of Blue Mountains and I think the town of Clearview has have as well. So they are uh, they're a very active uh, group that uh, has been providing very interesting and thought-provoking uh, sessions about uh, the restart, uh, building back better after COVID, and uh, dealing from things like arts and culture uh, to uh, social enterprise and um, and working together regionally uh, to be uh, to uh, um, collaborate as we rebuild from COVID. So um, we uh, felt uh, very comfortable in, in granting them those funds to help them with their programs. And I understand that they have an event tonight, four thirty till five thirty, uh, featuring our poet laureate Claudia Ferraro. Yes, this is the third uh, session in uh, this series, and uh, it's been uh, very interesting, and I look forward to tonight. Fantastic. Uh, Council um, has received some input from your legal counsel. Uh, You also, uh, we talked about this last week, have been chatting with the former CAOs. Uh, What's uh, what's new down the road in terms of the Collingwood Judicial Inquiry and and, uh, our process as a town with that? Well, um, as we've discussed, we're looking to get information from all um, uh, sources. So we were uh, speaking to our solicitors. We've spoken to the former CAOs, John Brown and Freedom Inn, to get their perspective. And uh, this past uh, Monday, uh, on a motion from Councillor Berman, we have uh, we will be asking EPCOR uh, for the information, the records that uh, we asked them to. Um, maintain uh, for a period of 10 years uh, under the uh, share sale agreement. We asked them to retain uh, any financial records uh, going back to 2001, as well as uh, any other email or other documents uh, for the town to see. So uh, we have asked uh, them to allow access to those records. And I I think... uh, you know, there's a lot actually percolating on this front. The uh, province of Ontario is striking a uh, consultation process on uh, codes of conduct, municipal codes of conduct. Uh, and uh, I was in contact with uh, Jill Dunlop, MPP, who is uh, leading the consultation process. 
uh, about expanding the scope of the process to include the recommendations of Justice Morocco. So on Monday night, we passed a resolution uh, uh, directing uh, myself and staff to deal with uh, MPP Dunlop and send her the specifics of our request. Um, and uh, as well, we have the motion down the county, the deputy mayor and I, uh, looking for county support as we lobby and work with upper levels of government to implement the uh, recommendations of Justice Morocco uh, for the federal uh, municipal, or sorry, provincial municipal legislative framework. So there is a lot on the go. We're gathering information, and uh, as we get the results of uh, those requests, uh, we will look at uh, what uh, further actions uh, we might pursue. The OPP haven't announced any further uh, charges or, or actions on their end of the story. Uh, has our legal counsel, the town's legal counsel, recommended, without being specific, can, can you mention whether there's any recommendation to, to move forward on a, on a legal matters with regards to this? Well, we haven't closed the doors on that, but at this point in time, um, uh, you know, we're looking at all options. I think it's the best I can tell you, John. No, so there's been nothing more concrete in that regard? No. No. Okay. Uh, some good news in terms of uh, 482000 uh, plus uh, from the province uh, to help with COVID relief. Was this money expected or was this, uh, oh, oh my goodness, this is a nice bonus? Well, this is the third uh, installment of the uh, provincial uh, assistance uh, ah. uh, with money coming from the federal government as well. And uh, the first two were based on applications uh, with from the town filing uh, requests based on actual costs incurred. In this third round, they based it on uh, a number of factors, one of which was our infection rates and uh, the fact that we were red and locked down uh, when some of these decisions were made um, uh, played into that. But certainly these monies will be used at Town Hall to offset COVID costs. Uh, across the uh, municipality. We also received a further $220,000 from the Minister of Transportation, uh, Della Maroney, um, to assist with uh, costs, uh, COVID costs um, in our transportation services. Not only did we jump to uh, back to red after the gray lockdown and after a very short period of time and m- not very long after your letter to uh, uh, to the province in regards to uh, how difficult it is to be in a red zone next to a green. Uh, but you also got a response from uh, from the uh, from the health unit in regards to uh, Dr. Gardner's response to your letter. And uh, how are you feeling now? Are you still feeling fairly safe in this red zone? Um, well, every day is a little different, uh, as we've learned over the last year. Um, when we got brought back down into red, some of our indicators were in the orange zone, and uh, certainly we're very hopeful uh, that we will get ourselves into the orange zone. It means uh, it would mean a great deal for uh, businesses like our restaurants yeah. and gyms uh, because it, you know, they go from having a maximum of 10 to a maximum that's based on uh, their size and uh, a percentage of capacity. So it would really benefit uh, uh, businesses in those sectors. And uh, so we're hoping and working with the uh, health unit to to see if we can get ourselves down to orange. Um, And uh, the numbers, uh, while generally are decreasing, and the 
uh, I guess they call them COBs now, uh, or VOCs, variants of concern, um, uh, appear to be on the rise, and the Ontario Health or Hospital Association has announced that we're in our third wave. So while we're working very hard to, uh, to get ourselves down to orange, uh, just to call out to all our residents to make sure that we continue to be vigilant and we abide by all the restrictions, wearing face masks, keeping two meters, and washing our hands. And uh, hopefully as we get into spring and as the vaccination gets get into people's arms, uh, we will see our numbers continue to decrease. Sounds good. Brian Saunderson is the mayor of Collingwood. Brian, thank you for joining us here at Doc of the Town. Well, thank you very much to both of you. Have a great day.